Hey everybody, I'm Dan Vespris, the host of Fantasy NBA Today, Hoopball's flagship full-season fantasy podcast. We cover every piece of news, every mock draft, every rank list, pickups, drops, buy lows, sell highs, and every sleeper candidate all year long, Monday through Friday. Come check us out. We're Fantasy NBA Today, and you can follow me on Twitter for updates at Dan Bespris, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. We'll talk to you soon. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hello, and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatra, joined by none other than my good buddy, Bretton Eckersley. Uh, we're here to help you guys break down this Friday, August 14th podcast, or uh, slate, four games. Uh, there are a few showdowns, but all these games are available on the main slate. So uh, things are starting to wind down. We're kind of starting to see the meaningful games slip away uh, with playoffs right around the corner. But, Bren, how are you doing, my good friend? I'm good, man. Good here across the ocean. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm uh, I'm a little tired uh, on tonight. Just uh, been been up early, been up all day. A lot of work done for the day job, and uh, a lot of t- a lot of time spent just kind of breaking down slates over this. So I'm starting to feel the grind. We got we got playoffs right <laughs> around the corner. I'm I'm about due for a rest day myself uh, at, at this point, but feeling good, man. Feeling good. Yeah, man. You've been doing a lot of pods lately too, so uh, I feel you. Ah, you know what? It's uh, doing a lot of podcasts is something that that's if that's what makes me tired, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I love I love doing these shows and I love doing some stuff over here at Hoop Ball. But uh, we only got four games, man. So we're gonna be ripping and roaring. We're probably gonna get through this one pretty quickly, uh, especially with a lot of the you know up and down news that we're going to have. Not really knowing exactly what knowing what to expect until. Uh, you know, maybe 10, 20 minutes before when we start to see some starting lineups get released. But uh, before we jump into anything, guys, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors over there at Manscaped. We've told you a hundred times, guys, go check them out. Use the promo code HoopBall uh, and you yourself could have a nice lawnmower 3.0. Promo code is HoopBall20 and you will receive 20% off with free shipping from over there of our good buddies at Manscaped. So check them out, guys. Tons of good stuff, tons of goodies. Uh, I'm a fan, and I am an exclusive member over there as well at this point. But check them out. And we will get into this, man, right away. We have the Toronto Raptors going against the Denver Nuggets. As far as the Nuggets are concerned, Will, Har- uh, Will Harris, Will Barton, Gary Harris, both uh, ruled out. Neither one of them have really played too much uh, in this bubble. And then over there in Toronto, uh, we have OG Ananubi, questionable, right knee soreness. Serge Ibaka, questionable, right knee contusion. Uh, so a few things that we have to keep an eye on. Uh, we saw a couple guys sit for Toronto. We kind of seen uh, Denver be resting a lot of their starters over the past two games, giving them limited minutes. But we'll start with this Denver Nuggets team. What stands out for you? 
Yeah, man, it's it's so tricky this time of year. You know, we're basically on the last slate before playoffs, I think. And, you know, it's really hard to tell what, what these guys are going to do when they run out on the floor. Are they going to start? Are they going to start and play a quarter? Are they going to start and play a half? It's it's pretty tough to get involved with some of the high-priced guys. So I've spent most of my time digging in the bins and, and looking at the value uh, on the Nuggets really – I'm I'm scared to go too close to any of the starters or the regular starters, Mark. I don't know about you, but the the prices are up there. And if these guys only play a half a basketball, then it's pretty hard to burn that much salary. I mean, you're going to have plenty of salary to burn. Don't get me wrong, because there's so much value on the board. But uh, just you know, paying eighty two hundred for Michael Porter Jr. and he plays you know twelve minutes, that's not value at all. So I'm just struggling to find these guys. Uh, in most of these lineups from the starting guys, um, the only guy I'm really honing in on here at a higher price salary for the Nuggets is probably Jeremy Grant. He's the only guy I'll probably tick off here. I, I just can't see why the rest of them will play at all or, or play significant minutes. Um, and, and he's just been balling out. So, um, you know, his last few DK points were 38 33 he had a 26 and a 30 and he's been playing decent minutes the whole way through so i'm going to look at jeremy grant here what about you um i don't i don't mind him i don't know if i'm gonna go chasing that that big game hunting again i know he came out and he dropped you know, a ton of actual real life points in that last one uh really held his own shut nine of 14 uh playing well I don't, I don't, I don't dislike the call, but he's also a key part of the rotation. So if you're worried about any of their starters being limited, um, I would kind of view him in that same sort of light, where he, you know he, maybe he doesn't start. He's still probably one of the first guys that come off the bench, uh, knowing that he can play multiple positions. So uh, I'm not playing the guy. I'm not playing Paul Millsap. Um, I, I probably won't go near Jokic. If I'm, t- if I'm touching any starter. Uh, probably going to be what I said last time. It's going to be like Jamal Murray, a guy that arrived at the bubble a little bit later, wanted, wants to get a few extra shot attempts in before playoffs start, uh, really work on that. And, you know, outside of that, I'd be looking at a guy like uh, P.J. Dozier. Um, he's been playing good minutes. Yeah, I know he was everyone's like, you know, little darling value play in that last one, and he kind of let us down, only put up 16 DK points, but still took 10 shot attempts. He's a guy that's not sh- uh, shy to shoot. Uh, and he was somebody, he'd probably be one of the biggest beneficiaries if any of these starters are uh, limited. Uh, we already know Monte Morris's role is locked in there. Dozier's is going to be able to get free run off the bench. Yeah, that's it. And 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 Dozier's, you know, 4K versus 5,200 for Morris. It's a it's a good value play. And uh, yeah, he's he's been pretty good in his, his points per minute. So yeah, I'm right with you there on Dozier. Absolutely. All right, brother. Well, I, I, and again, it's uh, if we get any news that kind of clarifies some of these Denver starters, whether it's, you know, uh, we know these guys are going to play a half or three quarters or uh, maybe they're not limited at all. Um, it, you know, that changes things. But right now we can only go off of what we have in front of us. And it's really hard to kind of determine what sort of minutes to rotation these guys are going to have uh, without any coach speak involved. So um, Toronto Raptors. Anybody out over there standing up, uh, standing out to you? I know we kind of saw uh, a couple of these guys get a little bit of rest in that last one, but uh, back at it against the Nuggets. Who you like? Yeah, it's, oh, it's the same kind of situation, and it's going to be the same for for all eight teams tonight. Is can you trust the starters at those salaries to play decent minutes? Probably not. Um, look, I I did have a sneaky look at Norm Powell. I think if if anyone's going to stay around that twenty to 
23 minutes kind of night. It may be him, but 6,600, he can he can exceed that value pretty quickly if he gets get, gets his shots up in bursts. But really, I'm just going straight to Chris Boucher. 5,800, uh, he's going to get a ton of minutes. He has been getting a ton of minutes. He's been getting it done uh, from a fantasy perspective, and there's no reason to go away from him here. Yeah, I'm with you, especially knowing that uh, Serge Ibaka is questionable. He was questionable in that last one. And with him sitting out, and if OG sits out well, both two prominent rotation players, that kind of unlocks Boucher, uh, puts him into play. And, uh, you know, Gasol came out. He actually played really well to start the game, only played 19 minutes uh, in that last one. And don't expect him to come out here and light the world on fire. Uh, I believe Nick Durst had already said that he plans on playing these guys a little bit more once playoff starts and not, does not plan on playing them uh, a whole lot in this game. So it's just the bench options for me. Um, if I had to pick somebody in that starting lineup that I had a little bit of interest in, uh, it would be Norman Powell and he'd be starting if OG's out. So just because we're, we're talking 5,600 as opposed to Lowry at 87 or Siakam at 77, uh, really tough to pay for those guys price tags. Um, Matt Thomas off the bench, another guy with Boucher off the bench. I think I'd have a little interest in, uh, 4,200 shooting guard eligible. Uh, but when he's hot, he's hot. He's just a pure stroke shooter. Guy can drill. Uh, two for five in the last game from deep. Four for eight before that. Two for three and two for four. Uh, so he's pretty much shooting for at least 50% from three over the past four games. So I, I don't I don't mind taking a look at him um, or a guy like Terrence Davis. Those would be the three guys I think off the bench I'd have the most interest in if this game were to uh, limit its starters. Yeah, and you pretty much nailed the guys I'm looking at. Um, the only other one I'll throw in the mix there is Hollis Jefferson at 3,800, I think he is. Um, he's been playing good minutes into the 20s in the last couple. Uh, he played well last time out, and, you know, uh, 3,800, he should get value there, so he's worth a look. I like it, yeah. Hollis Jefferson, a guy that can play, uh, you know, pretty much three through five. Uh, and it's like one of their utility guys uh, when some of these bigs are out. So I don't mind taking a look at him. And, you know, when you when you think about bigs coming off the bench and have a good game, I would expect that him or Boucher, one of those guys, to have a decent game. Uh, maybe not both. You don't want to play those two guys together. But uh, looking at one of those guys isn't a bad option. And you got to imagine most people are going to be gravitating towards Boucher. So maybe Hollis Jeffers comes in as a nice tournament play, uh, pivot. Yeah, for sure, and he's he's a decent chunk of salary cheaper, so he's definitely worth a look. All right, brother. Well, we'll keep it moving to this next game. We have the Miami Heat going against uh, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, as we know, both these games, uh, both these teams locked in with their seating. Uh, as it is with everybody on on the slate, it's not it's not the night before. Uh, as I say that, you know, Thursday night, we're recording this the night before, like tonight, uh, just because we saw about four games that actually had a meaning. And we even saw once uh, the Suns won, the Grizzlies won, the Spurs kind of switched up with their starting lineup, probably would have been. Uh, had one of those teams lost and the Spurs still had a, small, a slim chance to get in, uh, they probably would have played DeRozan. They probably would have played Derek White. Uh, instead, we got to see the young guys play. So a little bit different on this one. It's all figured out, but. Miami going against the Pacers as far as injuries are concerned in this one. Uh, for the Pacers, we know Miles Turner has already been ruled out. TJ Warren has already been ruled out. Sabonis still dealing with his plantar fasciitis. Victor Oladipo being ruled out. Jeremy Lamb, we already know, towards ACL earlier in the season. 
and we have Goga Batazzi. He is questionable with left knee soreness. And Malcolm Brogdon is no longer being listed on the injury report. And then for Miami, Jay Crowder is questionable. Derek Jones Jr. is questionable. So that's it. A lot of news to talk about over here on the Pacers. Pretty much everybody in that starting lineup outside of Malcolm Brogdon, now he's returning, uh, has been ruled out. So why don't we start up uh, with that Pacers team? That's where I think a lot of people are going to look for their value. Uh, who are you looking at, looking at with the, all these guys in the starting lineup You know, sitting out? Yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, Brogdon's still listed as playing, but I don't expect that to be the case once Tiboff comes around. Uh, and even if he is, Mike, 8,200, nope, not going near that, uh, with limited minutes probably in front of him. I'm looking straight at the holiday guys here. Um, I think for the salaries that they're listed at, they have a chance. And, and I think... Uh, you know, Aaron hasn't been playing that well lately. Uh, you know, he, he's one of these guys that has been starting for the Pacers, but um, with all these other guys listed as already out, he's probably still going to play some minutes. 5,800 is not too bad. He's going to get his shots, especially if he's leading the offense on on a pretty much a bench lineup for the team. Um, that's that's not too bad a play, but I probably prefer Justin at 5,200. Uh, last time out, he played 28 minutes um, with the other guys' minutes reduced, and he had 35 DK points. So I'll have a look at Justin here. Yeah, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the guys. Like, so I don't mind Justin. Um, I'm, I think a lot of people are going to look at him, especially after that last game. Uh, but he is getting a price boost. Think of that last game where we were able to take advantage of the the value. It was about 3,700, played 29 minutes. It was also an up-paced matchup against Houston um, where he was able to you know, kind of get a couple a couple steals, get a block, uh, get some of those defensive stats. A little bit different now going against Miami. And he is a you know valuable part of that rotation as well. So yeah. I I don't mind him, but I think I would take it down even you know one one notch lower. Uh, you know the the next guys in the rotation. So like your your Edmund Sumners, uh, I don't mind taking a look at him. Doug McDermott, T.J. McConnell, um, those would probably be my three primary options of guys I would expect to get you know good minutes. I just I'd expect the Holiday Brothers to probably draw the start, play a good amount a good chunk of minutes. But I think in the fourth, uh, maybe like the third of the fourth quarter is when we start to see uh, the you know that next unit. So. Uh, those three guys, if we hear that Goga's playing, uh, I don't mind taking a look at him, especially with Miles Turner out. He's a great point-per-minute type of guy. He can, he can get it done in multiple different ways. Uh, but outside of that, like I said, I, I think I like some Edmund Sumner, some Doug McDermott, and some TJ McConnell in this one. Yeah, for sure. And you can probably throw Elise Johnson in there as yeah. well. So it's three grand for, for him. And, and last time out, 17 minutes on court and 20 DK points. So if the minutes go up to, you know, anywhere near 25 or more, which may happen, may not happen, then then that, that's smash territory. And as you said, Edmund Sumner, yep. Doug McDermott, yep. TJ McConnell, absolutely. All of these guys are on track for big minutes and, and they do put up decent points per minute. So let's go. Yeah, at least Johnson kind of, if you look at his DK profile picture, he kind of looks like a combination of, um, you know, Jimmy Butler with, like, Mo Bamba. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from him right Does now. Does that make but you want to play him? A little. I'm a big Jimmy Butler guy, so, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, and, you know, knowing that they're not going to have any real bigs uh, available, uh, you know, with Turner out, Goga questionable, maybe they take it light on him regardless. Uh, that pretty much just leaves Jakar Sampson. And, uh, you know, I don't think that they've really 
have any interest in playing TJ Leaf that much more. Uh, I think he has a total of about 11 minutes played in this bubble. So, yeah, they could play him, but it uh, looks like Elise Johnson kind of, you know, jumped him in that pecking order. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do like that. He's probably my, uh, my favorite big if Goga does not play. Uh, what about on this Miami team, brother? I mean, we have some some decent options, I think. Uh, we don't really know what to expect. Um, it looks like Jimmy Butler is actually being – uh, he's not being listed on the injury report right now, uh, but the other reports are popping up that he's being considered, uh, you know, doubtful or out uh, for Friday's matchup as well. Uh, and I think the same thing with Bam Adebayo, Goran Dragic, uh in that one. So we, you know, we, we may be without pretty much everybody in this Heat starting lineup, uh, including some of their prominent bench roles. Uh, you know, Andre Iguodala is also now being listed as questionable. So uh, all that the injury report showing is Jay Crowder and Derek Jones Jr. Uh, but Butler, Adebayo, Dragic, and I, I would assume Iguodala is probably going to be rolled out. So with knowing all of that, uh, you know, we're looking at some of their healthy bodies being, you know, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kelly Olynyk, Kendrick Nunn, uh, and then a lot of their bench guys. But who do you have interest in on this Miami team? Yeah, so straight to Tyler Harrow here for me. Um, been been shooting really well, been, you know, playing really well for the Heat lately, and and they're looking to him uh, a lot more offensively as as you know, I, I guess as the bubble's gone on and things have changed up a little bit in in priorities and things like that. But uh, he he's almost uh, becoming my number one target in this slate. I I, I, lo- I love his salary at six thousand eight hundred. He can go off any night, and I think the minutes will be there. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm a huge Tyler Hero guy. I love that kid's game. Um, I think he's going to be a future stud uh, in this league. I, I have a lot of promise with Tyler Hero. But uh, how about Myers Leonard, knowing that they're going to be down? Uh, bam. You know, obviously, Olenek is still there. He's going to get a little bit of run, but he's prominent in their rotation. If We can't expect a full full allotment of him. And I think we just saw Myers Leonard get his first his first run in the bubble uh, during the OKC game. He played about 18 minutes, so I would assume he's going to be probably their most prominent big in this game, uh, most likely. Uh, you can't imagine that they're going out of their way to play Udonis Haslam. So, uh, any interest in Myers Leonard? Uh, look, I'm probably looking at Chris Silver before I'm looking at Myers Leonard, just uh, based on a bit of a points per minute thing. I think uh, last time out, Chris had. 13 minutes for 15 DK points. Myers Leonard, I'm a fan. I, I like the way he plays. He can he can shoot the three, and he's $600 cheaper here, but I'm actually just leaning towards silver. And just just a note that at these salaries, we actually uh, – I I skipped a guy, sorry, on the Denver team, and, and that's Bol Bol. Uh, I think he's priced at 3200 as well, and I don't see why he doesn't get a swag of minutes back up on that Denver team. So, um. Yeah, I'll probably pass on both of these guys in Miami and, and take that bowl bowl um, dart instead. Oh, I'm with you. If we hear bowl bowl is going to get, <clears throat> even if it's 20 minutes, just his ability to put in some blocks. Uh, and we've seen his passing ability. And I think that I've said it before. I think that's the most impressive thing I've noticed about his his play uh, ever since this bowl bowl hype train has started uh, is his ability to actually just pass as well. This guy's real oh, yeah. deal, uh, yeah. kind of a complete package sort of thing. So. I have uh, I have some interest in him, um, so I'm glad you brought him back up. And yeah, uh, I think you know Myers Leonard Silva. You know I'm fine with uh, looking at either one of these guys if you're looking. But um, you know I wouldn't go out of my way to play either one of them either. I think they're both solid options. 
but you're, yeah, you're probably right. Silva's definitely the better point per minute guy over Leonard. We know that Leonard likes to play away from the basket, and generally his rebounds uh, aren't the highest or exactly where we'd like to see him. But anything else from this game, or you want to keep yep. it moving? Oh, I just wanted to ask you what you thought of Kendrick Nunn in this one. Is he going to play? Is he going to start? I mean, do they want to get some run into him before the playoffs start, do you think? Yeah, I think they're going to definitely want to get him uh, at least a little, a little bit of run. I mean, the, the last major game that he played more than uh, you know 25 minutes was against Milwaukee back on August 6th. So uh, it, it's been quite some time. It's been about a week or a little bit more since he's had any sort of action. So I imagine that they're going to want to get him anywhere between 22 to 24 minutes, possibly even more. Uh, but that's probably where I have him pegged, right around that 22 to 24. And in the land of mystery where you don't know where a lot of guys are going to play, <laughs> and knowing that he's probably going to have a big, fat old usage rate with all these other starters out, I think he's definitely in play if he's going to play even 24 minutes. Yeah, 6K, that's not a bad price. Um, probably spend up. When you've got so much room to spend up, I'd probably spend up on Tyler here. But, um, uh, yeah, Kendrick's worth a shot as well. Absolutely. Uh I can see some people maybe even going with both those guys. Yeah, but why not? We'll keep it moving. Next game, uh, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Without Chris Paul, it's looking like going against this Clippers team. Uh, but before I get ahead of myself, let's just do it in order. Chris Paul has been ruled out. Dennis Schroeder still self-isolating right now. He's back in the bubble, but he's not going to be ready yet. And then we have Dort, uh, bright knee sprain. Uh, that looked like it was actually a pretty significant injury. So we have to keep an eye on that. But all three of those guys have been ruled out. And for the Clippers, Patrick Beverly, Montrez Harrell, and Landry Shamet have all also been ruled out of this game. Wouldn't be shocked if we see a couple other guys. You know, with the Clippers, we always have to keep our eyes on them. Uh, but that's all we have for right now. So we'll start with this OKC team without all these guards. Uh, Shy Gilgis is going to be the first name on a lot of people's minds. Uh, do you have any interest in him? Not really. 7,600 potential limited minutes. I mean, if he gets to 24 minutes, great. The, the way he's been playing, though, Mike, he's, he's just not having those big games that we have seen from him in the past. And uh, 30, uh, sorry, 7,600 salaries. I, I don't think he can get there. Um, so I'm just looking down the down the board here. What about you? Yeah, I'm not gonna probably touch. I mean, if they're resting, if they're resting, Paul, I'm sure you got to imagine that shade the next guy up. A lot of these starters, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in, especially knowing the front court's been hurt with Adams and Noel. They both played in that last one for the first time. I think it was two games prior. Uh, so I, I'm really gonna ease back off. If I'm going to anybody in this, I think it's Darius Baisley. This kid's just been on fire in the bubble. Uh, taking the advantage of the most of the minutes with the injuries in the front court. And it looks like over the past four games, the lowest he's played is about 26 minutes. And the lowest he's dropped is about 23 DK points with, uh, you know, two 40-plus games over the past two games. I think he's going to be one of the chalk plays on this slate. But uh, it's hard to argue it with the production he's done. And, you know, like I said, the injury to Dort and the injury to the front court just opens up minutes, kind of solidifies him in this. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. He's the only guy I've got highlighted here. Um, yeah, he's been playing really, really well. And we've seen the bubble, you know, been a good podium from, for some of these fringe type bench players or not fringe, but bench players who aren't starting. And Baisley's one of them. He's just wrecking shop at the moment. So 5,400, absolutely line him up, lock him load. And as you said, he's probably going to be one of the chalk players on the slate. 
Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, you'll probably see guys like Terrence Ferguson and uh, Hamid and Diallo get a couple extra minutes. But those guys, they're pretty lousy point-per-minute producers. I don't have a lot of interest in them, even if they play 30 minutes. Um, so, I, I mean, regardless, I think Baisley is the best play on this team. Um, regardless of starting, coming off the bench, whatever it is, I, I almost prefer him just to come off the bench uh, because it makes me have a little bit more confidence that he'll close out that fourth quarter. But that's it, man. I mean, it's tough with these guys locked in. They're all pretty much veterans outside of Shea, but Shea's the most important player uh, on their team that's going to be playing in this game. So I just don't trust this OKC team. Um, I think Baisley is it for me as well. But Yeah, uh, look. I did have a pencil around Mike Muscala just because I don't think Stephen Adams or Noah will play uh, or will have extremely limited minutes if they do. So Muscala's an option at 4,600. What, what, do you have any interest in him at all? If those guys are out, I definitely think he pops in there just because we'd be looking at you know 20 to 25 minutes of guaranteed minutes um, at a spot where you know he'll probably be looking at, even if he plays about 25 minutes, at least six to seven rebounds. Uh, decent floor if he gets a couple tip-ins, who knows. Uh, but not a bad guy to look at for some, you know, guaranteed value if those guys are ruled out. Um, but otherwise, if if they're in there, I, I just can't trust any of them. Um, just basically <laughs> a wash for me. I, I'd rather yeah. go with like, you know, Elise Johnson, like we just talked about in the game prior. Uh, somebody yeah. who we know is some guaranteed value that will probably play 30 plus minutes. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Um, just throwing the name in there, making sure people mm-hmm. know, you know, with these guys potentially out, there are some other value options around. But yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it never hurts to talk about some more guys, more options. I mean, <laughs> that's what we like to do the day before we're grinding through this. We're sorting names out and trying to bring them up. So that way, when you guys are going through, uh, you can cross guys out of your player pool. You can maybe put little check marks next to some of their names as you start to construct and mix and match and, uh, try a couple different combinations and you know we're gonna have to look at this Clippers team at least a little bit there's only four games um, on the slate so uh, you know I think last time Kawhi Leonard uh, Paul George both probably exceeded the minutes that we were expecting from those guys they both played 30 plus had good games uh, but I would expect them to probably take a back seat in this game uh, I just don't see the point of playing them huge minutes so, I mean, for me, the guys I'm looking at are the guys that have our solid point-per-minute guys who uh, we could probably ex- know what to expect. And we were talking about Zubac in that last one. Uh, you know, played right around what he's used to, a little bit more than 20 minutes, no more than 25, and he just produces. He's been putting up lock-in 30 points, at least on DK, uh, in those limited minutes. So uh, he's a guy that even if the game's limited, uh, we could probably expect limited minutes no matter what from him regardless. So... We're getting what we're paying for, and I think the same thing could be said for like Lou Williams uh, coming off the bench, a guy that was pretty much quarantined and away from the team for quite some bit, but he's really starting to get his shot together over the past few games, taking at least 13 shot attempts in both those, so played 23 and 25 minutes respectively. So if we're looking at 23 to 25 minutes out of Lou Will again, um, I'd be perfectly okay with that at 5,800, but... Uh, Probably it for me for those or just I'm just really looking at those two guys. But why don't you tell me if do you have any interest in those two guys and if if anybody else on this team, who is it? At the moment, Mike, I got interest in Zubach every single night. He's been 
really playing well. He's probably exceeding what we what we thought he may do in the bubble. But I'm just a big fan of him. I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he's got a long way to go. Um, and I think he's got a lot of upside. And I think he's one of the better young centres. Well, not maybe not the better ones, but one to look out for out of the young centres in the league. He he's just got a lot going for him. Six thousand. You know, that's starting to push the limits uh, for a guy who may be on limited time here um, in, in this game. But, yeah, he, he's still the first guy I'm going to here. Um, the, uh, no, no one else, really. I mean, Jermichael Green's an option, but um, you probably don't want to play him and Zubach. So 4,700's not too bad, but that's more of a flyer for me. Yeah, I don't mind the green call, especially uh, if something is up with those centers over there and they decide to go a little bit smaller if, you know, Noel and Steven Adams are both out. Um, you know, Zubox limited and they're not going to end up probably playing a guy like uh, Joe Kim Noah. Um, if the other team's going small, we'd end up seeing either Jermichael Green or Patrick Patterson or uh, Marcus Morris or one of those guys playing center instead. So uh, I could see Green coming into play in that kind of scenario. So I like that call, brother. Uh, going to... Keep a little, maybe a little underline, a little star, a little check mark next to his name. Uh, it's it. always good to good to be reminded uh, when I look back through my notes uh, when I start constructing some of these lineups uh, tomorrow. But anybody else on the Clippers? Are you kind of ready to move on to this fourth and final game? No, let's go to the last one. All right. Well, just before we do, uh, wouldn't be us if we didn't give a shout out to my bookie guys. Go check them out. Use the promo code Hoopball for that deposit match. Uh, and if you are listening to this uh, at this moment, we have a contest created, Brandon. So I'd even mention this to you. Uh, we will be hosting a Hoopball contest. I myself will host it. Uh, it will be for this four game slate. And the winner of this will get a little uh, goody treat. Uh, it's going to be a little my bookie membership, so uh, it's worth playing, guys. These memberships are not free; they are fantastic, though. Uh, so jump in this, guys. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to have some of our uh, experts, some of our pros in here. We're going to have listeners. Uh, it's not going to be a big contest because it is a short notice one, and it is our first one of the season. Once the playoffs start, we will have more, but we want to get something going before the playoffs, and then we're going to have a couple during them as well. So. There will be a DFS contest, uh, and it is presented by my bookie. Check them out. Use that promo code Hoopball for all of your betting needs, whether it is baseball, basketball, with football right around the corner. Get some action, get some love, and get that deposit match with the promo code Hoopball. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. So, fourth and final game, Philadelphia 76ers going against the Houston Rockets. Uh, for the Rockets, only one being listed on the injury report at the moment is Russell Westbrook. And then for the Sixers, Joel Embiid is questionable. Left ankle soreness, Glenn Robinson third is questionable. Uh, left hip soreness. And then Ben Simmons, as we know, had knee surgery and is ruled out uh, for quite some time right now. So we'll start with the Sixers team. Uh, we saw Joel Embiid. He played. He was questionable last game. Looks like he kind of uh, took a trip back to the locker room. Questionable in this one. Uh, I'd be more shocked if he plays. I uh, just don't see the reason for it, especially after he kind of had to take a trip in that last one. But why don't you tell me what you're thinking, whether or not he plays, and uh, you know the scenario and which guys you like. 
Yeah, I don't think he plays, Mike. I think uh, they'd be crazy to risk Embiid, you know, coming off a little locker room trip and, and that kind of thing. Why would you risk him when everything's locked up, sewn up, ready to go into playoffs? Um, I, I think he just sits. Uh, from the starters here, I'm not really looking at anybody. The Maybe a, a sniff at Shake Milton, but even at 5,900, um, if he only plays 22 minutes, he's he's only a point per minute kind of guy, and I'm I'm not really thinking he gets near value. Uh, I'm going straight to the bottom here or near the bottom and and looking at Mike Scott, 4,200. Um, I get the feeling that he'll probably play a swagger minutes here. I don't think Embiid gets up uh, or would want to get up in this one, and Mike Scott's got value and and smash play written all over him what do you think uh, i think i i don't mind looking at mike scott i wouldn't want to hear like you know uh horford's out as well and, and Har- harris is out as well uh, uh just, I just because don't think these guys play mike i can't see why philly would would risk these older players you know well that's the thing i don't i don't necessarily think that i think it beats get the right out you know sit in general we're gonna get the news he's gonna sit uh, it wouldn't shock me if we see, you know, maybe Harris, Horford, Milton, Richardson play the, the first quarter or the first half, and then yeah. uh, they don't join again. So if that's the case, we'd get about, you know, I'd say about 24, 25 minutes out of Mike Scott, which I don't mind. Um, I would just like it a lot more if we knew we were getting like that, you know, that big game that we got out of him a few days ago because every one of the starters were out, um, you know, including uh, Al Horford and Tobias Harris. So I don't mind the play. Um I think I'm going to be looking more towards a guy like Alec Burks. Uh, he sat out that last game. Uh, they said it was due to soreness, but in reality, it was just to give the guy a break. And he's really stepped up once Ben Simmons got hurt and kind of took on a big scoring role. Um, so I think with a, you know a lot of these starters sitting, he's probably after resting in that last one, looking at at least 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, and in just 28, 23, and 28 minutes in the past three games, uh, the lowest he has is 14 shot attempts at those games. So the usage will be there. He's pretty much averaging about 32 DK points over the past three games. High pace matchup. I, you know, regardless of going against the Houston starters on the bench, it still should be an up pace game. So I, I, I think I have a little interest in him. Um, and you know, maybe a guy like Thibault as well. Um, I look at those two guys. Mike Scott will play as well. Um, I think, yeah. Burke, Scott, Thibault, probably my three top options. We saw Cork Moss come out and play a decent amount of minutes. Not another bad guy to look at, but I'm not going to be going with too many of these starters. And if I had to play one of them, it would probably be Al Horford if it beads out or Tobias Harris. Um, and that's it. I don't think I'll go to Shake Milton right now. He's just been burning me way too much for me to have any sort of faith anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, look, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note here on your Alex Alec Burks call. I think that's a good one and something I've possibly overlooked here. What about uh, how Neto? I think I butchered that name, but he's been playing pretty well. Pretty good DK points per minute. Um, do you think he gets the run? I like that call. Yeah, and I, I mentioned him in that last game against Toronto, and we got the game out of him. It's back-to-back 30-point uh, DK games, 27, 25 minutes. And him himself, he has not been shy, 15 and 18 shot attempts uh, in the past two games. So that's a good call. He'd probably see a majority of the time uh, in garbage time. So he's another great uh, great option that we have to choose from uh, from this Sixers bench team. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Neto's a great call. And I probably prefer Neto uh, over Scott. I think, you know, probably still prefer Burke slightly over him, 
but it gets really close when you look at a guy like Thibault and Neto because you got you know Neto's volume and his usage, uh, and then Thibault's just ability to rack up defensive stats and kind of you know get a couple of rebounds, get a couple of assists, and fill it up in multiple different ways. Doesn't necessarily need to score. So it's two different guys, two different ways that they get it done, but both of them are very much in play. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, a, a you could throw a blanket over a number of names here, and I think you may need to to work on your lineups and work out where you're paying for uh, higher price guys and and slot these guys because they're all basically different positions in around them, um, and see what you come up with. Yeah, and I mean we're going to be paying up for a couple of these studs, knowing that they're not going to play a full complement a minute. So if, in that scenario, go for the guys that are the highest point per minute guys, the guys that you know like Tobias Harris who will average more than like 1.1, uh, 1.12 DK points per minute when Embiid's off the floor and when Ben Simmons is off the floor. Uh, Those kinds of guys are the ones I'd look to play just because even in 24 minutes, if they only get you 30 DK points, well, Tobias Harris playing 21 minutes, getting 30 DK points uh, is probably still better than, you know, we might get like a, like for instance, Mike Scott, like you said, if he plays 35 minutes, he might get 22 DK points. So we're going to probably be leaving cash on the table, no matter what in this kind of slate. And that's okay. So don't be afraid to spend up on certain guys and make sure those guys are a, at least playing and B are going to have a solid point per minute, uh, you know, foundation and base just because you're going to need it with the, without them playing the full complement of minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so crucial, especially in slates like this, where we're, it's just everything's junk time and, and weird and, and a bit all over the place to keep your eye on the news. I, I got burnt today, I don't mind admitting by, oh, hang on, what time does that San Antonio game start? And I went back to my um, lineups and, you know, San Antonio have been eliminated and I've still got DeMaro Torosen in there and Derek White in there. I'm like, ah, well, there goes my day. So all I'm saying is keep an eye on the news, make sure you're up to date with injuries and rests and things like that. Otherwise, you just burn your money. Absolutely. And there is no worse feeling to just crumpling up your money and throwing it in the air. Uh, I, you know, I've done that once or twice in this bubble already. Uh, I just, just from Google Chrome, Mike, I just closed it down and when I don't need to look at these lineups anymore, I'm done. That's it, man. And that's, <laughs> maybe it's a positive. It's good for our listeners because now you have to focus on this slate a little bit more. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that get right slate. So uh, you I'm know, not looking at my phone, not distracted <laughs> by where I am in the rankings. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, now we, now we know, guys. If you want uh, Bretton to be on his A game, we got to root against him the night before. And that's uh, that's no, no, we 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 never we never root against our own guys. We want to we want to see to take that and say, hey, if I'm not winning this slate, I want one of our listeners to. Uh, I stand firmly behind that. I'd love to see our guys take something down. Uh, but let's talk about this Houston team band. James Harden with Westbrook out. We saw him just like the world on fire in limited minutes. Um, and I'm okay with going back to it. Like I said, if we're looking to just spend up on guys, point per minute, if James Harden's in this starting lineup, even if it's for 16 minutes, I'd still prefer 16 minutes of James Harden uh, over pretty much, you know, 25 to 28 minutes of anybody else on this slate. So I have no problem paying that 11-5 for him if he does, in fact, play. Uh, but why don't you tell me, what do you think about him? Uh, where else are you going to pay up? That's the yeah. question. Like we, like you said, we're looking for these points per minute monsters. And if it's not James Harden, then who is it? So, yeah, 11-5, that's steep, but... Uh, you know, you can have the money to pay for anybody you want with all this value on the board. And if you're going to target one guy to build a lineup around, it's James Harden. Yeah. And I think uh, my number two option might be a guy like uh, Eric Gordon. He only played one game since the return of the bubble. He had that ankle injury that he was dealing with that has kept him out. So he has not played too often. 
Um, knowing that he only played 20 minutes in that last one, he still took 15 shot attempts in only 20 minutes. So they're going to try to get this guy going right before the playoffs start. And this is one of the last games that they have that opportunity. So, um, and I could see him playing about 20 to 25 minutes again, just chucking as much as he can handle. Uh, so I think I, I do not mind taking a you know look at Eric Gordon. I don't mind playing him and Harden in the same lineup either. I think that's totally feasible. Uh, what do you think about Gordon? Yep, I had the same kind of thoughts. They need to get run into him before the playoffs, and this is their last chance. So at 4,600, um, I, I don't see why you wouldn't play him. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, who else are you looking at over here? Uh, anybody in the front court that we can count on? Oh, count on? No, but Jeff Green, sure. Um, you, you could you could have a go at him here. He's, he's logging minutes at the moment um, with other guys resting, and 4,900 is not a bad price. He's not just not scoring a huge amount of DK points. He's been doing okay, but, you know, we've got to have some options and some pivots somewhere. So Jeff Green's someone to have a look at. What about you? I mean, Damari Carroll, Austin Rivers, any of these guys? Um, I, like, I I don't mind looking at Jeff Green. I just don't like that. I mean, sometimes it was good. He's only center eligible on DraftKings. Uh, don't really get that, considering the guy's played power forward and small forward for the, the majority of his career. Uh, but I guess anybody that's on the set, uh, on the Rockets is automatically center eligible, and that's just the way it works. So I don't mind him. I think Damari Carroll is a good option if we know that uh, you know we haven't seen Covington really rest or sit or, or take too much off. So I wouldn't be surprised if we end up getting that news that maybe they Covington sits, you know, House is back in the lineup. Uh, maybe Tucker gets a day off. And if one of those guys happens to say, I think Damari Carroll waltz up the board, it becomes an excellent play. So um, I'm going to keep my eye on him, and he would probably be my third option, barring that news. Uh, but it's still just going to be Harden. It's going to be Eric Gordon. Um, and then if I was forced, push comes to shove. Um, obviously, I think I'd prefer, you know, same amount of minutes, Covington over Jeff Green. Uh, but I think Jeff Green right now in this type of scenario, his minutes might even be safer than Covington. So I like that call with Green as well. Yeah, cool. And to be honest, I'm not really looking anywhere else. It's it's kind of hard and green, maybe some Damari Carroll, and that's about it for me. I'm with you, brother. And uh, that is our, our four-game slate right there. So Whoa. Uh, it went pretty quickly. A lot a lot yeah. of news-bearing information still that we kind of have to wait and see on. And we're going to end up getting late scratches. So listen, uh, the important games, the good ones, the ones with the guaranteed shortened rotations, those ones are right around the corner. So unless you're uh, going to be near your phone, near your computer when lineups are getting ready to lock. Uh, be careful. Don't don't go crazy on this one slate. Um, if you want, that's why we're kind of having this hoop ball contest. If you want to play it and just have some fun, come join us. It'll be a great time. We'll all have fun. Uh, we'll be trash talking. I'll be trash talking Santino. Uh, it'll be a good time. I'm sure Brent will be beating us both down. But uh, regardless, it'll, it will, we'll all be having fun in there. And it's a good way just to kind of get involved and uh, – Try your hand. Try your hand against some of our pros. Uh, see what you can do. Beat us down. Show us where the money is. But we're gonna we're gonna take off, guys. We're gonna get out of here. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be breaking down some of these more uh, play-in games, uh, and then going into the playoffs. And before we take off, you guys can give us a nice rate and review. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening. Thumbs up. Co- uh, happy comments, positive comments. Uh, maybe you got some constructive ones. We're always for it. We just want to get better uh, and work at this. So whatever we could do to kind of produce the best product for you guys is what we're looking to do. So let us know. Uh, and then follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Brent, why don't you let the good people know where they can find you? 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Terrain72. So that's T E R R A I N 72. Awesome, brother. Well, uh, as always, it's a pleasure. Um, yeah, man. I, I know that uh, we're going to be doing a lot of these shows, man. I'm, uh, and I'm having a great time having you on. I think it's, you know, we get a couple different perspectives on it. And uh, I'm looking to take you down, man. Um, in this contest, <laughs> it's going. I, I'm. I got a. I got a guy. I got a. I got guns blazing. I know I got a lot of people gunning for me in this one. So, uh, and then anytime good, there's a free prize, if I hear anything free, I instantly. Um, I would take a free prize of any amount. It could be a gift card. It could be a T-shirt. Uh, over money for some reason. I just I just like winning prizes. Like I'm that guy that would go to the carnival, drop fifty dollars, win like a three dollar stuffed animal, and feel like a champion. <laughs> Nice man. Hey, challenge accepted. Let's go. Uh, let's uh, light this up. I'll I'll be uh, smirking when I beat all of you guys down. Let's do it. All right, brother. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, we'll catch you guys later. Thank you for listening. From everybody here over uh, at Hoopball, uh, have a great and wonderful Friday and weekend. That's coming up right around the corner as well. Take care, guys. Playoffs, playoffs, baby. Ooh, yeah. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.